Hello, everyone. Welcome back. It's been a little bit, but we are here with the Colorado Veterans Business Outreach Center at Mount Carmel for the Veterans Voice VBOC podcast. It's been some time, but here we go with January of 2024. Cannot believe we are already in a new year. This is absolutely insane. Um, the VBOC started here at Mount Carmel in May of 2023 with an expansion for the U.S. Small Business Administration VBOC program. So if you're not familiar, kind of think of the SBA. And within the SBA, there is the Office of Veteran Business Development. Now, out of that office, you have the Veteran Business Outreach Centers Program. And with that expansion, we now have 28 VBOX throughout the country. So those VBOX cover all of the states to include our territories, which are Puerto Rico, the American Samoa, and Guam. So we are super excited to be here again to share information about how veteran-owned small businesses can gain access to capital, counseling, and contracting. That's right. So today we've got a special guest with us. His name is Patrick McGlue. He's from the Colorado Apex Accelerators, one of our small business administration resource partners. Now y'all know if you remember from last year, we've got a number of resource partners through the SBA, which include the Small Business Development Centers, SCORE Mentors, Apex Accelerators, and the Women's Business Center. <laughs> <laughs> so we're excited. And over this year, we're definitely going to have you meet all of them um, and talk about our upcoming events, talk about upcoming training events, summits, symposiums, workshops, you name it. We want to make sure that you are fully aware. So whether you are starting, growing, or recovering your business, we are here for you. Now we know if you didn't know, check out our LinkedIn page for the Colorado Veterans Business Outreach Center. There are a number of loans that are out right now through the SBA. There are small interest loans that will assist you. We know throughout Colorado over the last year, we've had a number of natural disasters from floods to droughts, and there are those loans available for you. But we'll get more into that when we start talking about our Access to Capital series. So today, we're going to backtrack. Patrick, would you like to introduce yourself? I certainly would. Thank you so much, Kia. I'm very pleased to be here and, and uh, with VBOC. Uh, just the things that you do for the veterans are just amazing. And uh, we, we certainly try to be a part of that and try to be a great partner with you. So one of the interesting things that has happened with Colorado Apex Accelerators this last year is that those of you listening, you may know us as Colorado Procurement Technical Assistance Centers. We've been known as Colorado PTAC since 2009 and a year ago we moved from the defense logistics agency as being the organization that we had our cooperative agreement with to the department of defense office of small business programs and uh, with that change came the name change to apex accelerator so i'm just so pleased to be here to tell you about what we do Awesome. It's great to have you here. And I don't want to forget, we have another guest here in the studio. You all will remember him from some recordings on last year. He is our Colorado VBOC business operations specialist, who I like to call the boss. <laughs> but we have Aaron Groziak. Aaron, introduce yourself to the crowd. Yes, thank you, Kia. And thanks, Patrick, for joining us today. Yes, my name is Aaron. I am the business operations specialist here at the Colorado VBOC, the Veteran Business Outreach Center. 
Awesome. Now, for those of you that don't know us, again, my name is Kia Palmer. I am the director of the Colorado Veterans Business Outreach Center. I am about two years into living here in Colorado and absolutely love it. When it comes to the business environment, and it's just been so welcoming, there's so many resources that are here, not just the SBA resources, but community resources like our Colorado Enterprise Fund. Like there's so many opportunities through them. If you are not familiar with them, don't worry. We'll make sure that we bring them on the show as well. But also, it's just such a lovely area. The economic development community, the ecosystem here has been so welcoming to the VBOC. There's a number of events. So we've been out to Grand Junction. We've been to Pueblo. We've been up to Denver, Aurora. Just a couple weeks ago, we were in Loveland, Colorado for the Rocky Mountain Government Purchasing Association's Winter Conference. And for the first time ever, they partnered with the Colorado Advance procurement expo it was an amazing event and patrick while i was there i got to meet your team carolyn christopher and lorna and they're amazing can you tell us more about your team and where you are here in the state absolutely and and yes they being at that event uh all three of those our counselors uh just had a, a marvelous time they ran into some of our existing clients and they were also and had opportunities to interface with new businesses that look like they will be coming on as clients and which brings up, what do we do? Mm-hmm. So I talk about clients, and Colorado Apex Accelerators is there to help Colorado businesses, all businesses, be successful in government contracting. And that can be federal. We spend a lot of time in federal, certainly. And here in, in Colorado Springs, where our headquarters is, we have a lot of defense contractors. But we also help with state contracts and local contracts. So if you are a Colorado business, and you are government contract ready, then we're here to help you. And by government contract ready, what I mean by that is that you have a product or you have a service that you're really, you're really good at what you do. You, you make something you've been manufacturing for a number of years, you have a great product, or you have a service that the government might have interest in purchasing. And so with that background, you come to us because what we do is help you get ready for government contracting. So we have 10 counselors. You mentioned Lorna and Christopher and Carolyn, uh, but they are three of 10. And we have, with those 10 counselors, we have roughly 250 years of government contract background. That's amazing. Oh, it is phenomenal. And it really does set us apart when when you look at what is it that we can do for businesses. Mm -hmm. And, And some of these folks have had federal careers in as contracting officers. So they've been on the other side of the fence when they've evaluated proposals and they've looked at them and said, well, this is good or this is not. So now they're looking at businesses that are thinking of submitting proposals. They have this enormous experience to draw from. So when we talk about government or contracting ready, we wanna make sure that they have past performance, that they have their capability statement together, that they are certified through the Small Business Administration. And just for you listeners, as of January 1st, you must register through my SBA for your certification. So if you are a veteran-owned small business, a service-disabled veteran-owned small business, a woman-owned small business, a disadvantaged small business that falls into the category of either one of these, you must register. If you're looking at 8A, if you're looking at 7A, all you've got to register with my SBA. 
If you have any questions about that, keep listening. We're going to get more into that a little bit later. But once you have your certification, capability statement, you've got all your ducks in a row, so to speak. What would be your next step with Apex? Well, responding to what would be next, we will help a business with certifications as well. We have experience to walk them through the process and help with the SBA certification. Um, And if your capability statement, as you had pointed out, it's certainly a necessary document to have, but we will evaluate that. We're we're good at critiquing. We won't write a, a critique. We won't write a capability statement for you. We won't write a proposal, but we will evaluate and we'll give you advice on how to make it better. So getting started with us is, as I mentioned earlier, having that product or having that service that uh, would now put you in a position to be government contract ready. But we'll look at proposals uh, that you have. Uh, We have lots of trainings, too, to get you started. So we'll do uh, both virtual and face-to-face trainings. We have lots of resources. We have a bid match service for entities that are interested in seeing what is out there. Well, Patrick, before we go that far into it, let me backtrack. Mm -hmm. So when I think of government contracting, I'm like, I have to have my capability statement. I have to have all of my certifications. But what you're saying is you don't have to have all of that ironed out ducks in a row because that's what Colorado Apex Accelerators is for. That is right. we'll, We'll help you do that. So thank you for clarifying we're there as a resource, as I, as I said a moment ago, that if you don't have the experience in government contracting, we'll help you get that. So all of the those items we can be assisting you with. Um, and we do have, as I, I think our counselors, our one-to-one counseling is really the most valuable asset and, uh, and opportunity that our businesses have to make themselves better Mm -hmm. with the extensive experience that they have. But we also do have that training and we'll have, we have intro to PTAC. We have lots of different um, programs of of how proposal writing, um, cost accounting, auditing. There's just a, a number of programs that we have. Now, for your programs, you're specifically mentioning trainings that are going to help our listeners get ready. Um, if they're even thinking about federal procurement, they're contracting ready, they just need to iron out those last steps. Are your trainings, do they cost anything? No, there's not a cost to our services nor to our trainings. Okay. We do provide them for our clients, but I mentioned the intro to PTAC, and I think that would be a good place for listeners to to jump on and just really evaluate themselves as to whether or not they think that they uh, they are ready. Uh, so it'd be a really good a good start, even even really before being a client. Nice. Oh, so they can attend that class before they're even a client. Right. I think that ah. would be a good a good start for them. And we're having a, that class on January fourth and January eighteenth, and those are remote classes. Nice. So you can jump on your computer, uh, attend. And it, it's really productive and helpful. Yeah, appreciate that, Patrick. Kind of led into my question as well. You mentioned earlier that your headquarters is in Colorado Springs, but you cover more than just a local area. Is that correct? That is correct. We are a state program. So we have offices in Westminster, Aurora, Fort Collins, Golden. We have part-time now in Pueblo, and we have our headquarters here in Colorado Springs. And we also did... Uh, just opened an office recently in Grand Junction. So our objective here is to really range out into some of those rural areas of Colorado 
and be present, be, be there, and, and do some outreach events so that folks can come and see us. And we do find that is so very, very helpful when we get into, uh, into the rural parts of Colorado. So we have in Walsenburg, we're planning an event on February 22nd, and that will be in person, which will be just intro to PTAC and are you ready for government contracting? So yeah, we've got some things that are happening and we have an event in Grand Junction on June 18th, which will be more for our existing client base, uh, bringing in the Forest Service, bringing in City of Grand Junction managers. We also will have DCAA there to talk about uh, their auditing. Awesome. And uh, and how that works for defense contracting. So we do try to have some some varied programs, and really have a lot of value for our clients. Excellent, thank you. Awesome. So I will say, talking of look, speaking of locations, the Colorado V Box headquarters is at Mount Carmel Veteran Service Center, but we have a satellite office that is located at the Catalyst Campus for Technology and Innovation. And I would say um, about two weeks ago, the same week as the Expo and Winter Conference, we both spoke on the Defense Contracting Forum panel um, that was held at the Catalyst Campus for Technology and Innovation. So one, we want to thank you all there at the Catalyst Campus for inviting us to speak on that panel. But it was a great opportunity for us to get together and kind of talk about the realistic expectations of federal procurement. There's a lot of businesses that come in and say they want to be a federal contractor. They may have the past performance, and they're going for these contracts. But what would you suggest? Let's tell our listeners, if you're looking to go into federal contracting, what are the top three things you would say for them to keep in mind? Well, one, have that past performance. Know what it is you do. And you talked about certifications Mm -hmm. earlier. We always tell businesses that you, ne- you need to lead with your ability, you need to lead with your proposal. The certifications that are there, they're certainly helpful, but if you're unable to put together a good proposal and, and really demonstrate the value that you bring to the table for the work that, you're, that you are proposing, uh, th- then you're gonna have some challenges. Now with those certifications, I don't mean to cut you off in your top three, we want to make sure our listeners know that every certification has its own eligibility requirements and the, its own documentation that are required through the Small Business Administration. So again, go to my SBA and look at the requirements because you have to meet those in order to gain that certification. So I just wanted to clarify that briefly. But then your number three item. <laughs> no. I would say one of the ones we really got into, and I know the second panel did it as well, was tell the truth. Do not oversell yourself and get a contract that you are not able to provide or meet the standards of. Because compliance is a big part as well. So I know that's one we talked about. But there were a few other kind of... um, questions that were asked or sidebars, or I won't say sidebars, but um, other lines of... um, suggestions or recommendations the one, the one that i saw big was like just just be ready like they said some yeah. people you know apply and get the contract and right. all of a sudden they're like uh-oh, uh-oh. Sure <laughs> those would also round out what the needs are to be successful and and absolutely with being forthcoming don't oversell yourself if if you have if you're proposing something you'd better be able to perform because mm-hmm. you are better off to not have the award than to not be able to perform on the award. So always be truthful, and everybody on the federal or 
the state or the local contracting side mm-hmm. appreciates that. And it, it makes their job easier, if you will, um, if they're looking at something and they're able to evaluate what you can do. So, so ac- absolutely be, be truthful uh, with what you can do and how you can perform it. So for our listeners, we've gone over Colorado Apex Accelerators. We'll say top two, and our whole group came out with the third one. But we've gone over some key points, but we kind of ended on be ready. Know what you're getting yourself into. Compliance is big. You don't want to do something that's incorrect that will block you from doing federal procurement in the future. But what happens if you're not ready? The Colorado VBLOCK has had the opportunity to sit down with the National Diversity Veteran Small Business Program and their e-marketplace. They do a partnership with the Air Force, as well as the Army. So those government purchase card holders can go onto this e-marketplace and purchase your items without a federal contract. There are eligibility requirements. So definitely take a moment out. We'll keep going through this, but ndvsb.com is their website. So if you are not quite ready for federal contracting, but you do know that you have a product and you meet those eligibility requirements, there is the e-marketplace there. But Patrick, I want to go back to the very beginning because you mentioned bid match or a bid search that you could do as well to assist clients with, what is that? Tell us what that's about. That's a service that we provide. And again, our services come to no cost or at no cost for our clients. But what we do is create a profile. So we'll we'll create uh, the profile that includes keywords and NAICS codes, your North American Industrial Classification System. And what is your geography? Do you want to stay in Colorado? Would you work nationwide? And so we'll put this profile together, and then daily, any opportunities that are published are searched, and when a match is found, then that match is sent directly to the client. Uh, We also publish in our newsletter opportunities. Uh, We are changing the newsletter, though. Uh, What? Yeah, we're going to be changing that uh, starting in January. So stay tuned for that for all of you that may be getting it now. Uh, But it's a, a vehicle for us to just be in touch with our, our clients and let them know what's going on. Awesome. And how will they get their names on the newsletter? Well, as a client that, that comes, okay. um, it's, it's, it's a function of being a client. It's a service that we prov- provide to the clients. Perfect. And how do they become a client? Well, you can go to our website, which is coloradoptac.org, or if you search for Colorado Apex, it will take you to the same place. And there is an opportunity to sign up as a client. And the typical progression is uh, there's an intake process. So the counselors will will look at you um, and see what your background is. And that does speak to being government contract ready, as we had discussed earlier. And and really, that's uh, just fill in as much information as you have. You'll have outreach from the counselors. And uh, we'll discuss the eligibility of your business at that time. Not everybody that visits our website and signs up as a client will become a client, but that does speak to that contract readiness. But the other thing that we always tell clients is that even if you're not ready today, hang on to our contact information because you may not be ready today, Mm -hmm. but uh, you get that experience under your belt that we talked about. Uh, We are a phenomenal resource for those that are ready for government contracting. When you walk into an office building, the federal government, the local governments, they all have office supplies. They all need facilities maintenance. They mm-hmm. need their grounds cared for. And it can get into much more technical uh, cybersecurity or uh, anything, aircraft parts. Mm-hmm. It's 
really anything that you can imagine, anything that you see in your house, the, some government purchases. So I think you're right on the mark. And just think about what you are doing in, in terms of your business and how you uh, would see yourself supplying that to a government. Awesome. Wow. So uh, when when you're talking about just starting up, like how do I break into that? One of the things to keep in mind for our listeners with the that are veteran-owned small businesses or service-disabled is when it comes to federal contracting, 3% of all federal contracting dollars are set aside for service-disabled veteran-owned small businesses. And I know um, by the time this airs, it may be confirmed. We're still waiting on the specifics. I know the president has to sign it, but we are moving to 5%. So whether that will happen immediately or whether that will happen with the new fiscal year in October of 2024, not quite sure yet, but that's major. That could increase the opportunity for service-disabled veteran and small businesses to increase by like $2.5 billion. That is insane. And that money is set aside for service-disabled veteran-owned small businesses. But going on to the next point you made about collaborations, um, when we were on the panel, um, actually, I'll backdate it. Uh, I'll go back a week from when I met your team at that the winter conference. The prime contractors that were there were saying one. There was one theme in general, and it was we can't find the service-disabled veteran-owned small businesses. They want to subcontract. They want to support veteran-owned small businesses. Like, that money is there. It is set aside. And, of course, the prime contractors are going to benefit. But at the end of the day, that's an opportunity for veteran-owned small businesses to get the money that's been set aside for them. So in saying that, we went to the contracting forum or the defense contracting forum and we spoke to some of the businesses that were there as they were veteran-owned small businesses or service-disabled. Um, and after that contracting forum, we sat together in my office and we said, how do we close this gap? How do we close the gap from that business that comes in and says, I want to go into federal contracting? And they're not ready to where they're ready for Apex Excel, Colorado Apex Accelerators to assist them to getting a contract, to finding subcontracting opportunities and so forth. And so January 26th is our date. It I'm is. so excited. <laughs> We're going to be doing a federal procurement reception. Um, no capability statements. Leave them at the table. This is an opportunity for people to have just a casual conversation, for people to ask, for vet, service-disabled, veteran-owned small businesses to ask questions. What are you looking for in a subcontractor? Of course, we know they cannot give you contracts. They cannot guarantee you contracts. You have to go through SAM. You have to do it the right way. But what are some other key things that a reception like this, what are some questions those service-disabled, veteran-owned small businesses might want to be asking? I think that they need to be asking just, just be open to what they hear. This is networking. And I think one of the one way to answer your question is to give you an example. Okay. So we had an event a few months ago. It was one of our face-to-face. And we had the opportunity to go around the room and, and folks introduce themselves. And we had one young man who is still active military. And he said, I'm working on a cybersecurity business. And I've got so long before I'll be discharged. Mm-hmm. And I, I, this is really interesting to me. It's a place I want to go for business. We got around the room, and in the front, there was an, a business that said, well, we're in the cybersecurity business, and these are the things we do, and we would like to talk to the young man in the back. Hmm. So 
really, I think it's, it's all about networking yeah. and it's being open. I, I think asking questions of those businesses that are there, how did you get started? What kind of activities are keeping you busy right now? What are you seeing out there in the world? What are you forecasting? Just anything really to learn about the field that you're interested in. Awesome. And these businesses are really, really helpful. They're not trying to guard their information. It's, it's so, there is such great collaboration mm. in Colorado Springs yes. and in the state of Colorado. Mm-hmm. I mean, here we are together trying to find ways that we can work better together to better enable our veterans to get those opportunities. Yes. And I think this is really, that is just the nature of Colorado. Yes. And it's the nature of the people and the businesses that we work with. They want to be helpful. And is there competition? Sure, there's competition. (laughs) But it's friendly competition. Mm -hmm. And the other thing that happens with these these networking events is not only the example that I gave you with a startup business that may have an opportunity with a more established, these businesses also, if they want to look at a larger contract, they may not be able to do it by themselves. Exactly. So they're going to want to collaborate with another business. And whether or not you are the sub to them or vice versa, uh, there's just just be open to it. And there's that is just one of the best outcomes of the events. And I'm so looking forward to January 26th. Yes. And we're going to mix it up with oh, some yes. folks there and, uh, <laughs> in every good way. And just have a great time. Mm-hmm. And I think this is just the first of many of these types of events. Yes. And that'll be here at Mount Carmel. We're at 530 Communication Circle, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80905. And um, just to backtrack briefly, I know we're getting close to time. But for those businesses that are here, like I said, 5, 10, 15, 20, 30, 50 years that are now launching into or considering going into federal contracting or even contracting with their local government or the state, it's okay to say, I don't know. Are there any closing words you'd like to say, Patrick, before we close out? I would just like to add to your comment about don't be afraid to ask questions. Asking the questions will get you the answers. Yeah. Awesome. So before we head out, we're going to keep up with what we used to always say at the end of every VBOC podcast. So we're glad to have our guests here. We're glad to be here. And remember, it's It's all all about VBOC. If you are interested in reaching out to the Colorado VBOC, you can find us at veteranscenter.org slash VBOC or give us a call at 719-309-0339.